Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. What's up, Internet? Welcome to Gaming Gumbo, Ready Check Radio's weekly gaming wrap-up. It's Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means we're live, twitch.tv slash readycheckradio, R-A-I-D-E-O. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify, head on over to the website. Why don't you do it right now? We'll wait. Readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O. In the upper right-hand corner, we've got all the socials there. Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all of it. Click subscribe, follow, do all that cool stuff. Turn on notifications. Tell your friends if you like what we do here, whether it's this show, whether it's the Relic Grind or any of our streams uh, where I'm streaming Final Fantasy TCG or any of the other streamers. Uh, yeah, if you like it, do it. It's the best way, easiest way, and cheapest way for you to say, hey, we like what you do. Keep doing it. We've got a lot to talk about today. Joining me to do it, as always, Mr. Jason Winter. What's up, sir? Well, you asked what's up. Oh, you had to do it. I had to. I had to. Pre-show. See, like, chat gets it. But you, if you're watching the show, you might not. So you should probably hang out live some sometime with us. But actually, now that now that I think of it, I'm actually doing kind of bad. My, my toe still hurts. I hit you it really You stubbed hard it like hell yesterday, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. It's a little less purple. I'm walking on it a little better. But, you know, I'll live. I hope so, I'm so. doing terrible. I hope Absolutely so. I, at least for the next... 45 to 50, something like that. Yeah, that I'm not planning to walk in the next 45 to 50. Well, I so. hope you live for that that period of time. That's all I need. That's all I need. If not, pre-show knows people that were there for pre-show know that I've received last rights. So. You have received last <laughs> yeah. rights. Also on the line, resident Ready Check Radio artist, Yod. What's up, sir? Oh, you know, all right. <laughs> After that <laughs> conversation you, we had just had. Have you stubbed your toe? Uh, I, I have not stubbed my toe. I have not had last rites, and I did not burst into flames during graduation at my college. That is uh, all all good things. All yes. good things. All good oh, things. Oh, oh, and I have a friend. You do. Now we've got the Mr. Yes. Bigglesworth impressions going on again. <laughs> Um, yes, okay, so yes. before we start, we were obviously off last week. Uh, Final Fantasy TCG, the trading card game, was Opus 14 pre-release. The set came out yesterday. I tore through a bunch of boxes and sorting today. Uh, but I'll be opening some more boxes on my live stream here tomorrow night. Tomorrow night? No, Monday night, 7 p.m. Eastern. Monday night is when I do FFTCGs. I'm losing track of my days. But since it has been two weeks, we spent some time last week talking about Blizzard and all the shit going on over there. If you want our opinions on all of those topics, go watch The Last Gaming Gumbo on readycheckradio.com. Opinion-wise, gentlemen, I don't think any of us have changed our minds or uh, come to any new conclusions, correct? We're still yeah, yeah, of a yeah, mind yeah, you, that things are just shitty and that mm. they need to be fixed, right? Y you go ahead and... Talk about that stuff. I'm yeah. having a drink. Hey, if nobody has any opinions on it, here, I'm just going to give you a little bit of a rundown over the last two weeks of the additional items uh. that have happened, and that's it. First, we had the Cosby Room pictures come out, which did feature some notable faces from Blizzard's past that they then had to explain on their Twitter feeds. Bobby Kotick issued a bullshit statement. It was total garbage brought in a third-party law firm that's known for union-busting work. P.S. Ian Hezacostas used to work for that law firm uh, as the third party that was going to help them sort things out. Uh, Activision is apparently facing a class-action lawsuit now against uh, from stakeholders who feel like, hey, you know, over the course of the last X quarters, those filings that you're supposed to let us know if you're in any legal trouble... Uh, you can't really just say, nah, we're just the typical legal, legal trouble when you knew an investigation like this that would impact stock prices or reasonably assume would impact stock prices was uh, coming. J. Allen Brack left the company. Told you that was just going to be a matter of time. I thought that was more a spacing thing than an if uh, thing. So did the senior VP of Human Resources. There was a financial call where, the, hey, they made a boatload of money. Obviously, the time period is before all this stuff was announced. 
We'll see what the next financial statement shows, knowing that they did have some stock dips here and there, and we'll see, you know, boycotts, things like that. There was an employee walkout. They flatly rejected this third-party law firm that uh, Bobby Kotick tried to put in place, and their demands still have yet to be met. Fran Townsend, the uh, resident defender of torture that works for Blizzard, uh, deleted her Twitter like a big baby. Because, you know, when you start blocking employees because you have the audacity to tweet about the problems with whistleblowing in the midst of all of this, yeah, employees are going to have something to say. And so she took the, you know, strong stand by your conviction side and went ahead and deleted her Twitter. Uh, yeah, she also stepped down from Activision Blizzard's women's network. You know, the thing she was so proud in the email to the employees for heading up. And uh, on your front, Jason, the Overwatch League has lost six sponsors so far with a couple more small ones maybe on their way out. That number could change in the next couple of days or two. But as far as major sponsors, six already out of the game. Six-ish, because it's some some of them are like suspending or maybe maybe they're here, maybe they're not, but they're definitely not on the broadcast like now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. You're all caught up. If you want our opinions, go watch the last episode of Gaming Gumbo that we put up. Let's move on to some other fun stuff this week. Well, fun, I mean, if you were actually, like, waiting for any of these games, maybe it's not fun. Because, Jason, you were right. You were right on quite a few of these. Uh, And we'll see if you're right on some more. We'll see if you're right on some more. Because Elden Ring. Elden Ring, yeah. A lot of games slipping now out of 21, uh, 2021 into 2022. And I know, Yad, the, the one that probably breaks your heart the most was probably, I think, on the list the most recently announced, too. And that is Evil Dead slipping into 2022. But, but, but... but. They're adding, the side, yeah, so, they're adding a solo play. Yeah, they're adding a solo mode. That, that's a good thing. That's a good thing, Mystics. <laughs> it, it, it may have slipped to the next year, but with a solo play that, that they're adding in, it looks like they're doing it for a good reason. Because they, they want to make it a better game, which is always an acceptable reason to delay a game. And putting a solo mode in what everybody saw immediately as a, you know, multiplayer Friday the 13th, Dead by Daylight, you know, that right. that type of genre game. I think putting a solo mode in there is going to be a little interesting. Now, I, I hope, uh, I don't know what you do with a solo mode in this game, Jason, knowing that it is like Dead by Daylight or Friday the 13th. Now, they said that the co-op PvP game will have a single-player option that will let you enjoy the game when you are without your co-op compadres. I hope they don't just mean, like, a solo queuing mode, right? I mean, you would assume that that was already in there, but in this type of game, what does a solo mode even look like, do you think? I mean, they're keeping in in line with the franchise. I mean, it was just Ash, basically, for the most part, going out all by himself with his his chainsaw, so... Um, I hope it's not bots. Ugh. Bots, or maybe they just boost up your stats so that you can you're as good as four people or whatever. I guess maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I I thought it was uh yeah I I would think that it's it's either you get bot buddies or you just get you know it's easier for you to take things down. The mystic says horde mode. I could see that. I thought it was a horde mode. I could see that. Well, the entire game was horde mode. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. What I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I know, but it's a Left 4 Dead style moving on and stuff. Yeah. Right. Uh, remember, this is going to be for PC, <sighs> PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. Now, it, has, it isn't delayed all that far. It's delayed into February. So, you know. Which, two, yeah, it's just a now. few months. It, it's, that makes the perfect Valentine's Day gift. It does. Like, if you... <laughs> <laughs> If a couple you were, of slaves together stays together. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you were wondering what to get a spouse, a partner, whatever you got there uh, for Valentine's Day, might I recommend Evil Dead, the Evil video Dead. game? It will be As long out. as you don't take their head off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it will be out. Now, this one did not slip into 2022, but I did want to get your opinions. New World this week, late this week, announced that they are backing their launch up uh, a, a little over a month. 
shooting it to the end of September. It was supposed to launch later this month in August. Just finished the beta test. I gave some initial opinions on it, but tried to stay clear of a full yes or no. I like this until I can not do the same thing seven times. Uh, <laughs> so what did you think, Jason? Like they're, they're saying, hey, look, we're not adding anything because that was somebody, some people's concern on Twitter. We're adding, no, we're not adding anything at this point. There are just a few things based on your beta b feedback that we want to uh, polish or wrap up a little bit better than we have now, and we think a month will do that for you. This is a game that was delayed twice last year and then delayed into this year, and now this close to launch, getting delayed one more time, albeit only a little over a month or so, but still another delay. What did you think? Good news, bad news, right decision, wrong decision? I think it's the right decision, and I have to I have to default to Zach though for something amazing. He said that it was actually a beta. They actually were testing things and reacted to the feedback. <laughs> it wasn't just a marketing exercise. Yeah, and I was like, wow, yeah. maybe it actually was. It could have been. Who knew that was still a thing? Yeah, and it's funny Actual to see betas? that it. Yeah, well, yeah. and from Amazon too, <laughs> right? From, from Amazon Games. You know, they've blown five hundred million dollars. What's another three million dollars? <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Maybe they'll actually put some thought and design into the UI before launch. <laughs> oh, you didn't like the UI? No, I thought it was shit. <laughs> Leave it to the artist to be like, this game is great, but the UI. <laughs> I hate the What didn't you like about it? It was like just a bunch of boxes. I mean, there's no design to it. That's all you need. No, I mean, even Final Fantasy fourteen. Even though it's all bars and stuff like that, it's got some flair. It's got, you know, the arrows and the map and stuff all have flair to it. It's got a style. UI is very important. Yeah, I'm kind of with the odd here. No, I, I can't just have boxes. I absolutely that's a new, agree. It's a new my little, my little font in the Chinese games or whatever. That oh, you hate right. that font. Oh, I do. That that font is terrible. Yeah, I know what Fonny's talking yeah. about. <laughs> you hate that font every time. I can't do the first look on this one, Mike. You're gonna have to take it. Why? It's got I, that I might, font. Jason, I it's your type of more... game. Don't care. It's got that font. Font. <laughs> I might be a little more opinionated this this show because I've been drinking, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> we get funny yard. Uh, hey, another Blizzard delay. Makes me drink. <laughs> uh, this one may be a little bigger, obviously, than Evil Dead. Although there are its fans, including everybody on mm. this panel. Um. Mm. Horizon Forbidden West now also slipping to 2022. So PlayStation's big kind of uh, wrapping up the year marquee first uh, or a uh, exclusive title. Uh, yeah, that's not going to come out this year either. That one, I got to say this one, I, I'm kind of surprised about uh, seeing that it's it's being delayed because I haven't heard anything but like on target stuff all the way up till and then all of a sudden delayed. But Jason, you are the one not surprised by any of these. So no, no, not at all. This is one I'm actually delighted by because I'm still playing through the first one. So this can take as long as it needs. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I've already beat. I mean, I beat the first one a long time ago. So I'm. I, I waited till I got it for free on PlayStation a few months. Yeah, ago. <laughs> yeah, you did. Of course, they're blaming COVID nineteen as well. Uh, COVID-19 really? has caused production oh. challenges, forcing developers oh. to work from home for months, but the pandemic has also provided a cover for developers to bump games. So uh, reporting that's, Bloomberg, that's Jason Schreier kind of giving them the business uh, in his article <laughs> saying, yeah, you know, maybe it's COVID, maybe it's, you know, Maybelline. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> I don't think that's the way they want to run their next ad. I don't think that's the way they want to run their next ad. They could, though, yeah. and it'd be funny. That look in your face. What is it? Maybe it's COVID. Maybe it's Maybelline. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think that's the. the I don't way think to Maybelline go. wants to run those ads either. Uh, Mystic oh. saying COVID nineteen. The dog ate my homework of twenty 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 one. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, twenty. It was valid. I can, I can go within twenty twenty. I'm not buying it when. Jeffrey saying right. allowing COVID as an excuse to delay is good though, better than releasing early like uh, Fantasy Star Online Two New Genesis, which it, I, I actually did an interview with them. I don't have the questions back yet, Freycore, but for MMOBomb.com, uh, there's a Bless Unleashed one you should go read though. 
Um, when I get it back, one of the questions on there was, was it really wise to launch with as little content in there as you have, even though you do have a schedule? So keep your eye on MMO bomb. Whenever that comes back, I'll let you know. Cause that was one of my questions to them as a PSO two fan. Um, yeah. Horizon forbidden West. Uh, and I don't think we have any, we just have first quarter. So January, February, March, somewhere in there. Right. So everybody kind of, which here we go again, yeah. Jason, remember how, crowded Mar February and March of 2020 was supposed to be and then mm -hmm. everybody bailed on that mm -hmm. on that window that was the wasn't that was the original cyberpunk window wasn't it yeah that was cyberpunk it was yeah. Final it Fantasy. Was. hey hey we managed Everything to else. jam cyberpunk yeah. into the show <laughs> yeah, we did. it's been a while it has, been it a while. has. I feel I, I feel like it needed a little needed a little <laughs> um Ubisoft a game we've talked about here, uh, possibly doing a three-man co-op stream, <laughs> being a little bit uh, interested in in some of it. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction uh, for Spoken, Elden Ring, and Horizon uh, all in the first quarter. Yeah, well, <laughs> depends on <laughs> who you talk to because <laughs> Jason thinks at least two of those are probably going to be delayed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ubisoft delaying Rainbow Six Extraction and Riders Republic. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction by four months and Riders Republic by a little under two. So now we're going to see Rainbow Six Extraction in January of this year. And Good. Riders Republic is back is still going to be this year. It's just pushed back into October. Um, and it was supposed to come out at the beginning of September. So Extraction is the one. Rainbow Six Extraction. Whoop! Out of this one in the next year, I think they were Jason. They were just trying to get away from Aliens Fireteam Elite, which looks like that could be an identical game, except right. they have the Alien IP. Yeah, I, I, I admit that, that when you're talking about Rainbow Six Extraction, my first thought was, "Oh, that's the game where you have the no wait, that's the Aliens game." Right? <laughs> that's, up. that's the virus one, not the Aliens one. Uh, which we were going to play. Yeah, uh, people do want us to play Aliens Fireteam, by the way. So we'll have to we'll have to look into yes. that. People can buy me a damn copy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever these people are. Diablo Immortal. Uh, not going to spend too much time on this one. It being Blizz. We used to have a show for that. And maybe we will <laughs> at some point. Uh, but just to put it in here for you, that is being delayed until 2022 as well. If you were looking for some mobile Diablo-esque gameplay. I, I mean, I mean, we all have phones, right? Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. That, so now the list looks like this, gentlemen. We've got uh, here, and this is uh, from Fossbytes.com, uh, the, the list of major titles that have been delayed now into 2022. Horizon Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok, Stray, Rainbow Six Extraction, Hogwarts Legacy, Skulls and Skull and Bones. <laughs> That's now, that was not quite 2022. Yeah, we, we talked just... about that a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. That shit ain't ever coming out, but it has to. That's the best part of that story. Uh, Gran Turismo 7, The Lord of the Rings Gollum, Warhammer 40K Dark Tide, Gotham Knights, Ghostwire Tokyo, and a slew of uh, smaller titles as well. Jason, what do you got to say? I mean, your predictions are are proving true here, and a lot of shit getting bounced into 2022. I think it's just a case of looking at how they're wanting, how they want to market. They want to make that big splash at E3. Everyone's like, "Oh, our game's coming out in October. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome." And and the guys actually make it are like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> the, program back the company are like wait october i didn't i didn't agree to that date we've got like 18 <laughs> milestones left to hit what are you talking about so yeah it's just marketing talking ahead of actual people who do things which again kind of sounds like activision blizzard but that's another thing all right that is Gee, another thing. really yod unhappy about some of these what are you looking forward yeah, to that now you gotta uh, wait on i i wanted to play stray that, that looked like mm. a lot of fun um, obviously, Rainbow Six because we we wanted to do that on stream. Uh, Evil Dead, obviously. Uh, the rest of it, eh, you know, it'll come out when it comes out. Yeah, I got to be honest. Like looking at the list, I was like, uh, <laughs> there were some that I was like, 
Wow, was that really supposed to come out this year? I didn't know that. Like, had you not announced yeah, a delay, is like that for me. Yeah, yeah. had yeah. you not announced a delay, I wouldn't have known. Like, I there was some like Hogwarts Legacy. I'm just not a Harry mm-hmm. Potter guy, so I'm not yeah, watching that. Skull and Bones, I would have laughed at. And of, yeah, <laughs> of course, Skull and Bones. I'd be I'll be surprised if it comes out in 2023. It was announced in 2017. <laughs> we saw it in E3 2018. It was due out in 2020. Like, right? It's not, suck it. I like how the Fossbytes does say, with a possible release window in 2022 or even 2023. Exactly. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, my strategy now is I don't even pay attention to release dates. That are, unless it's something, something I'm really looking forward to. If they say the release date is like at least like three, four, five months away, I don't pay attention to it. I'll pay attention when it's like three weeks away and they're finally the, giving the exact date and, you know, doing videos or whatever for it. Oh, I don't pay attention Freycor, to like I'm so sorry, back. sir. By you saying that, I'm a, I, maybe you haven't seen. So, Freycor says, uh, games looking forward to Monster Hunter Rise. Cool. Final Fantasy 16, which I'm pretty sure we'll see next year, too. Uh, and Crimson Desert. Crimson Desert has halted development. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Oh. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Hmm. Yeah, let's see what's going on with Crimson Desert. Yeah, so the they, they have... Yeah, <laughs> the, I, I did not mix my titles up here. I'm right. Crimson Desert released delayed indefinitely for new Ooh. ideas. Pearl Abyss developer... New ideas? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's Pearl Abyss, man. Pearl Abyss developer still... of Crimson Desert announced an indefinite delay to the open world game via Twitter. Uh, let me here it is. They're exactly. We just ran out of ideas, you. guys. We can't keep making the game. I'm glad I remembered that this was. <laughs> I did. I was like, when you guys were like, I didn't hear about that. I was like, shit. Did I just misremember the game? No, I got it right. Nope. Uh, here was their tweet, of course, which was just a you know PNG with text on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, since Crimson Desert's gameplay trailer reveal last year, the response we received from the community has been a huge source of encouragement for our team. We'd like to thank you for the amazing support and enthusiasm you've shown for our reveal. We are currently hard at work developing Crimson Desert, which is rapidly evolving with new adventures and exciting experiences. However, we have decided that we need to dedicate more time to adding new ideas for an even deeper, more enriching game. Therefore, in order to create the best possible experience, all the while ensuring the health and safety of everyone involved in delivering the game, we have decided to delay Crimson Desert's release. We will provide an updated schedule at some time in the future. Thank you for your ongoing support. We wish you and your loved ones the best of health, and we'll keep working hard so that we can meet all of you soon in Piewell. So, Jason, you didn't know about that news. I'm just hitting no. you with it now. What are your thoughts? You know, reading that and seeing them say, you know, when I, I laughed at the whole idea saying this, they needed more time to add to ideas for an even deeper, more enriching game. I think to myself, what we've seen of that, and what we've seen are some really, really attractive-looking trailers, very good-looking characters, you know, this beautiful yeah, we, We've made fun of Jon Snow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just looking at I look at all that and I'm like, wow, that's really beautiful. I wonder if there's a game to go with it. Yeah, and, and Pearl wasn't. Abyss does kind of have a little <laughs> bit of a track record of announcing a lot very early and then almost being in like a development hell for a while, Yod, trying to make all these different things that they announced work and come out. Yeah. I remember Black Desert being a real pain in the ass to actually get to market. Oh, yeah. To get oh, it yeah. to market. And Freycore says, I feel like that means they're going to try to figure out how to make it more multiplayer than originally planned. And I think you might be uh, right. I think you might maybe. be right. But that's not, I don't think it's just that. I think it's like somebody's no. like, we want to make this more multiplayer. Well, you know what? I'd really like this this type of crafting system. Well, I'd really, I just think it's it's one of those things. And Pearl Abyss kind of, unfortunately, does this. You know, everybody's ideas stick to the wall. And then they got to try and figure out a way to make it work. And then they get a delay, almost, and a delay, and a delay. It almost feels like they lost a lead. <laughs> like one what, what of their lead developers or writers or right. something left, and they got a new guy, and the new guy's like, well, I want to do this instead. You know, kind of like Skull and Bones. <laughs> <laughs> When's Vampire the Masquerade coming out? Oh, I know. We have not <laughs> even lines. remotely heard oh. an update on that one. Uh, since they ousted the what the director and the writer, the entire team, right? wasn't, yeah. wasn't it the entire and then team? yeah, now the it's switching. Team, yeah, now it's switching yeah. teams. So uh, that's one I'm waiting for, but I get a little less hopeful for it as we <laughs> fail to hear anything about it. Tarkoth saying uh, God of War Ragnarok. Okay, well you, you already know that one's pushed to next year. Sixteen, which yeah, Elden Ring, yep. January, and Forspoken. Yeah, so pretty much the same list yep. there. 
Yep. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I, actually, I don't know, Ninja. Do we have a direct release date for Halo Infinite? I thought it was just a. It's November. Yeah, it's like I think. November, I think so. Yeah. Actually, it was supposedly leaked on some other thing. Right, right. It was. It was one of the voice actors said something about having to uh, clear their schedule because they got hired on for for Halo Infinite, which was to, due to release in November. So he had to really quickly do work or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Don't I think, but I think it's confirmation, like exact confirmation. The only thing I think I ever heard was like holiday twenty twenty one. Yeah, right. So, so right. basically November. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so there was no date that I missed. It's still you're that right, time right. period. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. Cool. It's so, that yeah. area of the year. Yeah. Uh, speaking of new games, two uh, K two K games had its earnings report call. Many companies are right now. Square Enix did theirs. Uh, Activision, Activision Blizzard did theirs. We mentioned that earlier. <laughs> have, have I got you calling it Activision? <laughs> Seriously, I've done this before. Because uh, <laughs> uh, I keep and, typing and, it and as hey, Activision. Uh, surprise, they made a shit ton of money. Um, but not all the money, so they're going to be coming for more. So... The bigger surprise here is that they're working on a title that we're maybe going to hear about this month. This month. So this is from Take-Two President Carl Slatoff. After covering previously announced titles like NBA 2K22, WWE 2K2022, and uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, Slatoff talked a little bit about a new project by saying, in addition... Later this month, 2K will unveil details of another exciting new franchise planned for launch during this fiscal year. That's a little slippery, by the way, gang. If you don't know finances, their fiscal year ends in March. Okay? Hmm. So that doesn't mean it has to come out in 2021 to make that a true statement. They could be looking at the wonderful January, February, March time slot. Uh, no word from the company on what studio is doing it, what the title is, what it may be, but we'll release sometime between now and March 31st of this year, and we're supposed to hear a little bit later about uh, a little bit more about it later this month. All right, Jason. So that new franchise, let's you know, obviously we can knock off all their annual titles. We can take Grand Theft Auto out of the the franchise uh, under the 2K umbrella through Rockstar and and Red Dead Redemption and stuff like that. We don't know what studio even under 2K is doing this. Give me a blind guess. A blind guess. My blind guess is a fantasy RPG. Going to go generic fantasy RPG. It won't be generic. It'll be spectacular in some way, shape, or form. But I just look at them, they have so many shooter titles. Shooter, shooters and sports are like mostly everything under their umbrella. Almost some simulation stuff, like they have Civilization and Kerbal and whatever, but I'd like to see them go in a different, at least in a somewhat different direction. They don't seem to have anything really in fantasy, so that's where I want them to go. Hardcore fantasy. So single player, multiplayer? Single player. Single player. So you want them to do like an FF16, except from Yeah, 2K Skyrim games. or whatever. So who yeah. under 2K games do you want to do that? I don't know. They have 8,000 studios. Rockstar can do it. Who cares? I think if Rockstar was doing it, we no, would have heard by yeah. now. I think. <laughs> Although, to be honest, to be honest, the fact that it is a uh, something that's going to be basically revealed and come out in the next like eight nine months makes me worry that it's going to be some sort of mobile game. Uh, quick mobile game. I mean, they, he does Ooh, not he does not specifically say any platforms or anything yeah. like that, right? Which means it's always mobile. That that they, <laughs> the, so the fantasy RPG is my I like it to be that but the mobile cash shop thing is what it probably will be. Yeah, Ninja Panda says uh, battle royale. <laughs> I, I'm trying battle to steer royale. away from that. I'm gonna hope they realize that's not. The, I the hope best. so. Yad, what do you what do you got? What are your guesses? I'm gonna say Olympics. They're gonna try to cash in on that. Oh, they're gonna be way over by then, though. By the time the game comes out, except the Winter Olympics start next year. Exactly. Yeah, but that's a whole year away exactly. at that point. That's Q. That's still before the end of the fiscal year. It is. It is. No, but the Olympic they're, Games aren't. Well, I guess the if they have Olympics, them on they're, time, they're yeah, gonna, I guess if they have them on yeah, time, they'll lead start into in, it end, with of the end of the yeah. Summer Olympics. Pull that into the yeah, Winter Olympics. That's sad. All Olympics new franchise because it's sports. And they can do multiplayer, and they can have a cash shop with uniforms and players. Well, that's assuming if they have them on time. Right. 
Wait, yeah. Where are the uh, Winter Olympics supposed to be held in 2022? Oh, I don't no. remember. No idea. No idea. <laughs> I love the Olympics. I really do. I, I absolutely. I'm a huge uh, fan of the China. Olympics. Beijing. But, yeah, Beijing? I have a feeling no. that's going to be delayed. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Beijing. Uh, I have a feeling that's probably going to be delayed. Uh, the world not no, doing so but, hot with this whole COVID thing. But but the states the, the state says there's no COVID in China. Oh, well, then it's fine. Yeah, right. then it's fine. They also compared video gaming to opium addiction this past week, too. Nice uh, lead-in. Yeah, <laughs> sending their uh, uh, own Tencent, stock, uh, Tencent company stock tumbling, NetEase tumbling, and leaving other companies in kind of in the lurch, Jason. Uh, we talked about that on MMO Bomb, yay. Yeah, I, yeah. It, they just keep trying. Opium. They keep trying to fight the Opium. capitalism. I Jason, guess. now you got me excited. I want it to be an RPG too. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you go. I really do. I love the Olympics. I hate Olympic video games. They're always yeah. just dumb. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they're just yeah. <laughs> Except the old track and field arcade game. There was yeah. track and field. Two <laughs> K developing skull and bones with Ubisoft. <laughs> they, they need somebody to help them. They need somebody. Oh, to help them. oh my God! Well, I like Olympic sim. We just like out of the park. We like my baseball game. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that might actually be interesting. Where you like grooming an entire country's Olympic team? Two K wouldn't be doing it. Though. No, they no, definitely no. wouldn't. That is way too boring for them. But I'm yeah. like, wait a minute, that might be a kind of a neat game. That, that's yeah, like a paradox. That's an interesting thing, like, game. Like between, between, between between world conquest of your nation, you you also run the Olympics, <laughs> like run you you know doing all the uh, the different uh, financials on like how much you want to invest in different training facilities, like uh, how many steroids you want to pump into your athletes. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Take over Mother Russia and put zero in training facilities. Dump it all in human growth hormone, um, <laughs> and and threatening families. Well, and I mean, then, they do sim games. They do civilization. Yeah. That's under the two K. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's not going to be that, but it'd be cool. I kind of. <laughs> it's I'm totally going to totally be this now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! If it is, I like I, Jason. If it is, you get a half an hour of the show after that to just gloat no, about anything you want to. No, we, we get no. Freakor does. Justin does. Justin does. He okay. Does. Uh. Okay. So this is getting a little bit sketchy now, gang. I know. We've been reporting on the Legend of Zelda that sold at auction. Then we reported on its record being crushed a few days later by Super Mario 64 selling at auction. Now we have a Super Mario Brothers sealed, rated at a 9.8, selling for $2 million. Now, we should put a little disclaimer on this. We talked about this one before. <laughs> we talked about this cartridge. Okay. Okay. This is the one way back when that sold for a few hundred thousand dollars, right? Do you remember this? This is one of the first ones yes. we talked about. Okay. Right. Rally, the the organization that bought it, and a bunch of people added money to the pool to the kitty to buy it. They bought the Super Mario game for one hundred forty thousand dollars in April of twenty twenty. An investor shot down an initial $300,000 offer for it last year. The $2 million offer from an anonymous buyer, a collector who is making big bets in the video game space, won the approval of three-fourths of the game's investors and bought it. Uh, I'm hearing a little bit of echo probably from, uh, from Yod, your, your headset or something. I don't know. Uh, Ed Converse, a graduate law student from Green Bay, Wisconsin, was part of the team. He invested $100 in the game last year and is netting $950 from the sale for $2 million. So this one, I wouldn't say this sets any records. This isn't like an, I mean, obviously it's ridiculous that you're spending $2 million on this, but this wasn't like through like a heritage auction or anything like that. It, this was a private buyer making an offer kind of kind of deal here. But two million dollars. What what are you what are you seeing in this market that doesn't scream bubble? Bubble for video game investment, video game right. collecting, card game collecting, like Final Fantasy and and Digimon and Yu-Gi-Oh and even Magic the Gathering. Like all of the 
do you know how hard it is right now actually to get a stupid binder? <laughs> it is ridiculously hard to get like a, a just a, a dragon hide, you know, legion binder and stuff like that. It is ridiculous. Like there is I saw one for 200 in the color I wanted because that's it. You can't get it right now. This is such a so, huge bubble. I'm mean, investing in a museum. I There's better ways to do it than spend 2 million dollars on just this Mario cartridge. So you're telling me I should be going to Office Depot buying three ring binders and doing custom covers. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That, hell, that's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> Card binders. I mean, you go to your local games, go local game store. They're having a hard time right now, a really hard time. They're getting screwed from every angle. Distribution is is shanking mm-hmm. their orders in half, sometimes in a quarter, but charging oh, more yeah. for the product. You know those? What is it? BCW, Jason? Is that one of the companies? The the big uh, like storage company? I know. BCW, maybe. I don't remember. That sounds familiar. I know what you're talking about. Uh, is it BCW? Yeah, BCW. Um, okay. They make cardboard boxes, right, for your cards. Mm-hmm. They you, Those tw- five-row boxes typically sold for like 3 or $4 at your local card shop. Well, they stopped selling them to the shops for a little while or at least cut the orders dramatically and started putting them up on Amazon themselves because they were getting harder for people to get and more and more people wanted them. They're 20 bucks on Amazon. Yep. 20 bucks mm-hmm. for a five-row cardboard box. Now, they're going back into the local stores, and they're they're charging more for them now. Like, come on, gang. It's a freaking bubble. Don't buy Mario at $2 million. Even if you want to open a museum, <laughs> there's better exhibits you can get for $2 million. But I know what but Jason's... But they want that gonna, Mario cartridge. That I know what Jason's going to be playing. Jason, tell everybody about your Louis Vuitton game. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, I was amazed from this to see that Louis Vuitton actually was, first of all, a real person, and that he was born 200 years ago. That, that was what I got. You from just this. thought it was like a brand name. You, I mean, I sort of thought. I guess I thought I figured it had to be a person, but nobody was around that long ago. That 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 surprised me. Like like, fashion actually lasts that long. I guess. And now they want to get into gaming. Uh, no, they want to get into NFTs. Yeah, <laughs> hey, but they're game. not for sale. They're not for sale. Nope. I don't. I don't understand. I just. I don't. What's going on? Uh, so Louis Vuitton, the very popular, very famous uh, French uh, fashion line, has launched a video game app featuring thirty non-fungible tokens, ten of which are by the pioneering digital artist Mike Winkleman, professionally known as Beeple. What a dumb so name. if you want a game with NFTs by Beeple, you can get this game apparently, but you can't buy the NFTs. By the way, speaking of speaking of money, Beeple said it says his uh his work every day is the first five thousand days. Slow for record sixty nine million in March at Christie's. <sighs> Why is this guy even bothering with a video game unless it's going to make him another sixty nine million? <laughs> right? Unreal. Oh. Uh, this is oh, yeah. gonna be mobile schlock, isn't it? Oh, it's it's gonna be, it's it's already got one star. It's not even out yet, probably, but it's probably only got one star. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. Strangely though, it's not the first time we've talked about Louis Vuitton on our on it our is podcast. Not. It is not. They did a League of Legends clothing, which was like yep. six hundred dollars oh, yeah. for a handbag or whatever it was. Yep. All right, Holy gentlemen. Christ. I know you have been waiting for this topic. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got the stuff. I got Go the get stuff. the stuff, audience. It's All right. This topic uh, I talked about a few weeks ago, just letting you know that we had had it in the background and it was on the show notes and kept getting bumped because we didn't have we were running out of time and I try to keep the shows one hour. Um, we're finally going to get to it. Back on July 9th, <laughs> a month ago, Looper.com wrote an article where they ranked every mainline Zelda game from the worst to the best. I'm a huge Zelda nut. If I turn my camera around, you're going to see the box art real big on the walls behind there, along with Final Fantasy and all that stuff. But huge Zelda nut. 
very, very close game to my heart. Uh, makes me think of my dad. That's a story for a stream. Remind me, and I'll tell you about it. But I know you gentlemen are Zelda fans as well, to to varying degrees, you know. But the wife more to myself. Yeah, so to varying degrees. But I I put this list on the show, and I was like, all right, do you agree with this list? Let's crap on exactly sticks. Let's crap on Looper's choices here. Now to to qualify it, they're saying you know, hey, no spinoffs. The this list does not include spinoffs. So pretend for a moment that like the freshly pickled tingles rosy rupee land doesn't exist. <laughs> this is just the mainline games. Uh, and they put at number seventeen the Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes. So they're saying out of all the mainline Zelda games, that one's the worst. That one is the worst. Triforce Heroes. I don't think it. I don't think it is. <laughs> Triforce Heroes is a bit of a unique little oddity but i don't i don't think it's the worst that it's 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 more puzzles than anything but it's not the worst is it i mean something has to be the worst i mean yeah remind myself which one that is i guess something has to be the worst yeah something's something's gotta go there i mean they put at number 16 right uh right above it zelda 2 the adventure of link Okay, this is what I have the props for. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, we, we talk cyberpunk nowadays. We talk yeah. delays and so yeah, forth. Yeah. What a huge yeah. deal cyberpunk was. For 14-year-old 14, 14, yeah, Jason, Zelda 2 The Adventure of Link was his cyberpunk. Okay. That was that was the game I was looking wait. forward to. Everybody, everybody was looking forward to that. Looking forward to it so much. Here is, by the way, the first issue of Nintendo Power Magazine. There it is. Here it is. I I've have that guy, too. You got, a, you got a little post-it note in there. What's that for? Yeah, yeah. well, because it says right down here, there's a little note in the pack watch section. Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. The latest word on Zelda 2, because even at this point, because there had been a, a magazine before, it was like the Fun Club magazine, they've been teasing the uh, Zelda 2 coming out. Yeah. Talking about it then, too. This is here. The latest word on Zelda 2 is it will definitely be available in stores by October. Definitely available by October. Zelda's waiting for you to awaken her from the sleeping spell that cast upon her. Hang on, Zelda. It won't be long now. Your nightmare will soon be over. Link. Zelda. Zelda 2 in October. Yeah. Yeah. Here is Nintendo Power number 2. And let me look here. And it also says, got bookmarks. <laughs> Some research said, going into this segment that we put off for a month. Right? <laughs> you, can see here, you can see here it's a, it's a link letter. Maybe you can read that. Yeah, so I see it. Dear Zelda. Letter. Yes, Dear Zelda. I'm here at Kyoto with my programmer, Mr. Miyamoto, and I'm afraid I have some bad news to tell you. Are you sitting down? That's right. You're lying down. <laughs> womp, womp. Wow. Anyway, they tell me I will not be able to begin my journey until the new year. So that is not October. Game delayed. Yeah. It has something to do with computer chips or something. I know we hope to spend the holidays together, but I'm sure you can hold on a little bit longer. I missed you desperately. Yours forever, Link. All right. Delays happen. Okay. Even okay. then, yeah. delays yeah. happen. Here's the third issue of Nintendo Power. Track and field, too. Oh, actually, actually notice this one here. The, this one was like, this one got like censored or banned or something. Yeah, how gory the cover was. Yep. Castlevania two. Anyway, to the third issue. Coming up in the January February issue of Nintendo Power. Look, Zelda two: The Adventure of Link. Okay. Yeah, that 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 jives with what what the letter said last month. The moment you've waited so patiently for has finally arrived. Check out the awesome fold-up poster that details Link's most challenging and complex adventure yet. All right, so that jives. Yeah, all right. You know what that has? Zelda 2. Yeah, actually, it actually has it. Yeah. it finally did it. There it is. Whoa. So, yeah, yeah, this was this was delayed a little bit, too, and it was the big deal. And let's see if I can actually find the article. Yeah, here we go. Here's the map, the fold-out map, in fact. If I can fold it out. I love flipping through those old magazines sometimes. There we go. Woohoo. I love flipping I through mean, them, and more more than anything, like the articles are good and stuff. But I like looking at the ads, Jason. Like you oh, yeah, look at what ads, was being advertised yeah. at the time in some of these old magazines. The art on some of these two skate or die. Look at that. Yeah. Dude. Oh yeah. Thrashing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, there, there's also the fact that back then, it's not like they could, you know, push an update as the game's going to, you know, Golden sure. Master. Yeah, you had to make sure that print. shit was right. Yeah, it, it yeah. had to be 
finished right then as they send it to and, get printed, you know, get get produced. And yet you still so, have I am error. Yes. Right. <laughs> Metal Gear. Like not solid, just Metal Gear. Yeah. Right. It's the original. The Old original. school. So Zelda 2, The Adventure anyway. of Link's second worst. I, that game gets so much ah, flack, and I don't understand. Like, why? Well, I, yeah. I mean, I get, I get why, right? That's not a Zelda game. You know, it's a side-scroller and everything. It was the second game. There was no definition of a Zelda game yet. Yeah. Right. You had one example of a Zelda game. <laughs> this yeah, was the second one. If you're going to rate Super Mario Brothers games, wouldn't Super Mario 2 be kind of low on the list, too? Right, but that's not even really... a Mario game. I know, I know, technically. That's you know, whatever, Doki Doki but... Panic reskinned. <laughs> to, it really was, wasn't With it? Mario characters. Yeah, that's all it is. Zelda 2 is, is not the second to worst Zelda, y'all. No, no way. No, but I mean, then, then, then you go from, you scroll from Zelda 2 to number 15, which is. The Legend of Zelda. Yeah. How do you put the original. the original at the third worst? Right? The third How? worst. Ugh. That one got me. That that one surprised me that, that they put it at 15. I get that maybe it's not number one now. Like, there was a time right, where it would right. have been number one for many, many, many years. But right. I think even I, as a big Zelda fan, and I emotionally have attachment to the original Zelda, even I don't think I can put it at number one anymore but they put it at 15 out of 17 they put phantom hourglass right above it i don't even know what phantom hourglass is that was a ds game a 3ds game it was a okay, damn good yeah. game like it's not a bad game but it's not better than the original zelda that's just absolute shenanigans looper.com made this list Oh, it's Looper. What do you? What do they you put expect? Four Swords Adventures ab- uh, at number thirteen. That's mm-hmm. another one like Triforce Heroes. That like if you have a bunch of friends to play it is cool, but playing it by right. yourself it kind of just feels bad because you still have to control this team of four links. Right. So, oh, so that's would, how the Evil Dead game is gonna go. Would you drop <laughs> that lower? Oh god. Yeah, I would. No, Jason. No. I mean, I don't know where <laughs> I put it on the list, but it definitely. Come on. The first Zelda I mean, it, goes if, above that. If you have, to, I mean, okay, so, so Zelda, the, the Legend of Zelda games is historically a one-person single-player game. For generally right? speaking, yeah, generally there speaking. are there are titles like the Triforce Heroes and stuff like we just talked about that. Right, are, yeah. right. But in the case of you're looking at the entire legacy of this game, uh huh, which in Legend of Zelda is a single-player experience. So if the single player experience of Four Swords Adventures is trash, wouldn't that lower its score overall? You think? That's what I would think. Number 12, Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks. 11, uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. And 10, Minish Cap. Which one was Minish Cap? Is that another 3DS? Um, it's a handheld, yeah. yeah. Okay. I liked Minish Cap, too. Like, there's none of these that I'm like, oh, my God, that's just awful. But when you have to compare them to each other, Jason, there's just so much wrong with this list. Yeah. <laughs> I've only played a few of them, so I don't have the hands-on experience. Number nine, Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening is an, uh, an underappreciated one. Even mm-hmm. though there's a remake of it now on the Switch, it is still underappreciated. Oracle of Seasons or Ages uh, at, at number eight. That was kind of a fun little experiment in the in the whole Pokemon Red Blue uh, mm-hmm. timeline, and now we have Zelda Oracle of Ages and Seasons. It was a little later, but whatever. Uh, number seven, Twilight Princess. Do you think Twilight Princess is better than Skyward Sword? I mean, Sky- didn't Skyward Sword just get announced as a remake of some yeah. kind? Yeah. So I would think that would be higher level since it's got a remake. But that's that might be just me. A Link Between Worlds is number six. Okay, this one I don't understand. Ugh. Did either of you ever play this one? No, but no. the artwork looks like trash that just pulled up. Yeah, you gotta you hold you. Nah. That artwork is for a very on. specific game feature where he can press himself against a wall and turn into like a 2D graffiti painting and move along the wall and then pop out of it. 
Well, um, then they chose the wrong artwork. For <laughs> so here's the thing, though. How does A Link Between Worlds... A Link Between Worlds is coming in at number six here. Yeah. That game, as good as it is, and I loved it and I beat the hell out of it, that game is almost a copy of A Link to the Past. Mm. It, it, okay. share, it is so similar to A Link to the Past with just a few different mechanics uh, that I... How do you say that that's better than the original Zelda? I... Although I like what it says here. It says it has a novel item management system. So if it's got good inventory, I might, I might do that. <laughs> What's up? That's all it takes for Jason. Inventory. Link Between Worlds is a great game, but it is basically, it capitalizes on the nostalgia because it's newer, relatively speaking. Um, it capitalizes on the nostalgia of all the Link to the Past fans now being adults. <laughs> it definitely capitalizes on that nostalgia. Five is The Wind Waker, which mm. if you would have written this list two years after The Wind Waker came out, that would have been at the bottom of the list. Wind Waker is one of those ones that I feel is like getting more and more appreciated as time goes by, but it was quite the little controversy when it came out uh, oh. for some departures from long-time Zelda norms. Four, Majora's Mask. I love Majora's Mask, Jason. There is no way it is the fourth best Zelda. <laughs> I've heard it being ranked lower than that, certainly, when people... I haven't played it myself, but yeah. I love it for how different it is and the storyline being very dark and very adult, uh, but there is no way it is the fourth best Zelda. There is Does no way... Does it top five, though? There... <sighs> Maybe... But probably not. No, there is no way that that beats out Twilight Princess or uh, Skyward Sword. I don't think. I I can see that. I can see that. Just this list is nutty. And I did look because I see some in chat saying an 18 year old must have written this list. I don't know how old the author is, but I saw a picture. He ain't 18. <laughs> um, Physically. Number three, A Link to the Past. I think now we start splitting hairs, right? A Link to the Past, yeah. I think, the top is definitely... Three. We all know what the top three are now. Yeah. <laughs> A Link yep. to the Past is definitely in the top three, top five. Breath of the Wild is number two, and Ocarina of Time is number one. I am not surprised to see Ocarina of Time. No, me neither. Even if it's not your personal favorite, I don't think you can be surprised. About I am surprised to see Breath of the Wild at number two. Uh, that really, I don't think, has had the time to marinate... Uh, and start beating out other Zeldas like this. I can see that. I, yeah, I, I, can, see I that. can see a top five. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's a brilliant game. Link to the Past, that's top five in my book. Uh, Majora's Mask, as much as I love it, I don't think it's top five. And Link Between Worlds, just beating out the originals. That's just... That list scares me. I can see Majora being five or six. Yeah, I think it's right in there. I think you're right. Yeah, like maybe in the five through seven ish. Because I, at um, when conventions were a thing before, you know, in the before time, <laughs> <laughs> I still saw a lot of Majora's Mask stuff around people you know, that were cosplaying and stuff like that. They 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 still they still did those, so it it's quite popular. But yeah, it's this list is. Interesting. We waited but, a whole month for this. Yeah. Well, that's why I had it there. I was like looking at the list. I was like, this is nuts. What's your favorite Zelda? Let us know in the comments below. Before we go over to the game of the week, Yod, let's go to Yod's TV corner. What do you got for us? All right. So they announced on Netflix a uh, Witcher animated movie. Does not have Geralt in it. Geralt. 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 Sorry. Been drinking. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> my L's and my R's go totally crazy when I start drinking. Um, but it features his master, his teacher. I'm I'm not that up in the lore, so I'm not sure if it takes place during or before the Witcher oh, series. Oh, it's before. Live action. It's before. Before. Even I know based on how yeah. old he is. It's okay. definitely okay. before. See, I wasn't sure. I, I, I didn't know that yeah, much about his, his master, so... But it takes place before, I guess, and it follows his adventures and him, I guess, learning being more than a sellsword to actually invest his emotions into a 
you know, quest. So it looks kind of cool. The The animation, is, it looks like it might be off the same people that did the Castlevania group, the Castlevania animations, and it comes out later this month. So I guess we can talk about it after watching it. Sounds good. Let's head over yes, to our... Right. Go ahead, Jason. I was going to say, I saw a headline, I think, uh, a while back, on, I think on Kotaku, who said, oh no, Vesemir is young and sexy now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go do Games of the Week. Jason, this is our last segment. I ask you to uh, give us a Game of the Week. Yod will give us okay. one. I'll give you one. Yeah. You let us know in the comments on YouTube or on Ready Check Radio who gave the best game of the week recommendation. Remember, there's no limitations to this. It could be a game they're playing right now. It could be a game we played years ago, a game we've already recommended before because we jumped back into it. It doesn't really matter. You let us know who gave the best recommendation. Jason, Jason you're up first. So several years ago, a stream I follow was uh, streaming L.A. Noir, which is the uh, yeah, classic. It's yeah. by Rockstar. It's... It's it's a game where you play as a uh, LA police officer in the early 50s. You have to go solve crimes. You got to investigate. You got to like look through everything and you figure out the clues and so forth. Of course, it has that classic you know doubt option where you're choosing to believe someone you're interrogating or whatnot. Uh, he actually played it again. Like he started over about a month ago. So I was watching it then again. Him going through it again. But I got it because he played it all those years ago. And uh, it was a lot of fun, and I definitely recommend it if you're looking for. Uh, it's certainly, it's by Rockstar. It has basically the GTA engines. There's still gunplay and driving and so forth, but definitely is a cool kind of cerebral sort of game too. If you want to uh, have a little mystery solving to go in with your gunplay. Yeah, and if you want to know about the development behind it, go check out a an episode of What Happened by uh, Matt McMuscles on that uh, and on LA Noir. Jason, you would love that. <laughs> you would love that video. Uh, I, I, I'm going to give one that probably won't win, but that's fine. It's Final Fantasy TCG Opus 14 weekend. I can't recommend anything <laughs> besides Final Fantasy trading card game. Yod, go ahead. All right, so back in the PlayStation 1 days, there was a Ghost in a Shell game, and mm-hmm. it was a game where you actually play as a new character in the whole universe, and you're driving around in one of the spider tanks. What, you mean it wasn't just Nexon capitalizing on that title to splash some free-to-play goodness on the world? Correct. <laughs> you, you, it was an actual game where you played a freaking Tachikoma, and you can slide around side-to-side, side, forward-backwards on the wheels and stuff like that. You had uh, um, It was basically, you know, gunplay, but you played as the tank, the major talked to you, and the music was really cool as well. I can't for the life of me find the game anymore because I used to have a copy, but I don't know where it went. But it's just called Ghost in a Shell, and it was amazing. All right. Well, let so, us know in the comments who that. gave. Oh, you did? Yeah, I remember, really? I remember a friend of mine actually had it, and we played it a little bit. I don't know if you if owned it or if we rented it or whatever, but yeah, I, I remember playing that. Nice. What did you think about it? I remember thinking it was like difficult to control the touch of coma or something. There was some sort it, of issue it with was, control. Yeah, the controls were a little odd because it's not your normal control setup, but the fact that you could slide around like you see in the show yeah. and stuff like that. That's all you wanted really to do. Neat. I mean, that, right. that was it. Just drift. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, let us know yeah. who made the best recommendation in the comments below. Chat, don't go anywhere. Right after the show today, we'll be going live with Torchwick streaming. What's up, sir? Uh, not much. What's up with you? Nothing. Are we are we still in vagrant storyland? Is that what's going on today? Uh, we are. As much as I don't want to be. And did but... you did you write that Zelda list? Uh, well, okay. Looper paid me well. I'm not allowed to discuss anymore. <laughs> How okay. are you enjoying also, Vagrant Story? I'm not. <laughs> but otherwise, <laughs> no. I'm. You don't have <laughs> to play it through. I'm stubborn enough. I'm making me do this. <laughs> but I I did take the liberty of looking some stuff up over the past week so that it can at least be fun to watch. To make your life a little easier, to too. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, chat, hang tight. Torture will be live right after the show. Of course, we'll be live 
with another episode of Gaming Gumbo next Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you're following all of our socials so that you know when we go live with our shows or our streams, and you can come and hang out with us. Until then, Yod, where can everybody find you? Uh, Yod Artwork on Twitter, Yod Artwork on Facebook, and right here on Gaming Gumbo. Jason? On Twitter at Winter Informal, streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at MagicMan1, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio so we can tweet at you every time we go live. And you can come hang out, have a great time. I mean, unless, you know, you're not. Later. Later.